for the first time on the C.L. Bryant Show. Help me welcome to the show the president, Black Conservative Federation. Deontay Johnson, how are you, brother? C.L., I am blessed and highly favored as they all say in the olden days. Absolutely, man. And I tell you, the olden days better come back today because we needed some blessing and highly favoring, brother. I've got to tell you that. There's no question about it. Absolutely. Yes, sir. You know, Deontay, I was privileged to serve with you on Black Voices for Trump aboard for the President of the United States. It was an honor, and I certainly hope that we are able to serve again. But you are the president of Black Conservative Federation, and I would like for you to share with us how to get a hold of you and, of course, what is Black Conservative Federation. Talk to us about it. So you can visit us at bcfaction.com. Again, that's bcfaction.com. And, you know, what we do is in the name. We do the action. Um we are a hub for black conservatives, and so we support black conservative candidates. We support black conservatives in helping them find jobs in the conservative movement. We promote conservative values in non-conservative communities, but we also promote educational um, advancement, community involvement, and we also promote one of the biggest things is economic stability, financial literacy, um, helping people um, learn more about the stock market, helping people advance more economically. And the reason we focus on those things is because we believe that those are the those are the keys to open the door into the conservative community. Um, one thing that we always say in the Black Conservative Federation is um, a black conservative. We want to reach out to those who don't yet know that they are conservative. A black conservative is someone who dares to believe the teachings of their grandparents, and so we want to bring those teachings of our grandparents back and really push it back into the black community that these are conservative values. You are actually a conservative. This is not a warning. This is a this is a announcement that you are a conservative. You're not going to become a conservative. You wasn't. You, you didn't used to be a conservative, but you are a conservative absolutely right now. And you and know, so, when we think about uh, our our party, both of us uh, are black conservatives. Full disclosure for everyone out there: both of us are black conservative businessmen in this country, and mostly we probably vote uh, Republican because uh, that's the way it goes right now. And then, Deontay, speak to this. Our first home as black people in this country was the Republican Party. Talk to that and then circle back around to a thought that you uh, brought to my mind. What is our relationship as far as black folks with our money? Do we have a healthy relationship with our money? But first, uh, what wasn't the Republican Party uh, our, our first home? It was our first home. Um, as we remember, uh, Frederick Douglass himself said that uh, that he's a dyed-in-the-wool Republican, and he, intend, he, he, he intended to be a part of no part of the party of freedom and progress. And so that was our first home. We talk about how the first con congressional members, first black congressional members, were Republican. We talk about why the Republican Party was even established, was established to get rid of slavery. And so... You know, and then you have those people who say, oh, well, the party switched. The party didn't switch. Uh, the Democrats has always been against the black community. The Democrats have always been the party of slavery. They have not switched. 
what happened was is that the Whig Party split up and part of the Whigs became the Republican Party, and then the Whigs disappeared, and then you just have the Republican Party and the Democratic Party. But nothing switched, nothing flipped uh, when it came to Republicans and Democrats. The Democrats have always been that party that has been against the African-American community. We talk about LBJ, who made the famous quote that I won't repeat on air, but we can t- we, he, that he wanted to make sure that he kept black people right where they were, but with his welfare plan. You and know, you're so, right. You're absolutely right. And folks, if you haven't seen the movie, it's with Woody Harrelson uh, playing. I think he's playing LBJ. Yeah, Woody Harrelson, I think it is. But he's playing LBJ. See the film. It, it, it is a really, it, it is historically pretty accurate. And uh, you're, you're absolutely right. But our relationship with money, Deontay, uh, have, have we had, have we had, uh, and my special guest is Deontay Johnson, president of Black Conservative Federation. We're going to tell you all about how to connect with them here in just a minute. But let's get his take on uh, the relationship that black folks have with money what has that been a hindrance to our progress as well yeah it has been you know i believe that we have two movements of civil rights we had the first one when we came to being free and being in and being independent which some will say that we have not we have not yet gotten freedom we were let we were set free but we did not have freedom but the second movement is financial the, the second part of civil rights is being financially stable and financially free. Just because you let a dog outside and let them run free does not mean that they have freedom. There's a gate there. You have to move, remove that gate to give them that freedom that they can run anywhere that they want to and they have dominance over whatever they're being free of. And so that is what we have to look at. And so, and the, the first step to that is economic stability. We, as as Martin Luther King so eloquently said, is that we got an insufficient fund check. We got, black Americans got an insufficient fund check. We, and this is where the Republican Party comes in, is because this is what we're trying to do, is trying to fill that void, is that black people, yes, we are free in America, yes, we have, you know, we can, you know, a black man was president, but we still do not know how to grow our money as a community we still do not know that we have to start investing in our in in this and and we have to start investing we have to start becoming more business owners and this is what the republican party promotes however if they can if, if they understand that the democratic party does not want this to happen that's why they're constantly attacking small businesses that's why they're constantly attacking the stock market that's why they're constantly attacking anyone who is pulling themselves up by their own bootstraps they constantly constantly do it and Deontay knows what it is to be a target I know what it is to be a target and folks when you hear this conversation here on the CL Bryant show bridge to conversation I know a lot of times the earnesty that uh, we bring to the airwaves you have not heard it said in this way especially from the vehicles the men who are saying them uh, Deontay, you know, I've been around, I'm, I'm, I'm older than you, a few years older than you, several years older than you, but this is what I would like, I, I want you to, to speak to. Uh, I can remember Joe Biden saying the same thing to black folks 40 years ago. And he's still, he's, he's, he's speaking, he's the same speech he's still giving. Why is it, how is it that, that we... Uh, and I'm not talking about you and I, of course, but how is it that black folks en masse 
can possibly buy into the same patriot uh, uh, patronizing type of uh, uh, conversation that Joe Biden wants to engage with with the black community. How is it possible we still swallow that that line of jargon? How is it possible? Well, you know the phrase: "If you knew better, you do better." Yeah, that's where that 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 that's, that relates to right now because it's so much of a generational thing. We're constantly, as a generation, we're constantly, uh, we're constantly voting places, voting Democratic because our parents, our grandparents did that. But no one is stopping and thinking, why am I voting Democrat? And if you ask them, if you ask many voters, many African-American voters, they don't know. It's because my mother did it. It's because my father did it. It's because my grandmother did it. And that's what I'm always, that's what I'm always going to do. But no one is stopping and seeing what the benefit uh, is. You know, you talk about how Joe Biden was talked, how he talked 40 years ago and how we talk about what he did with the crime bill. But you know what? Let's talk about 40, uh, 40 weeks ago or let's talk about 40 days ago. Or let's talk about four months ago when Joe Biden became the president of the United States without telling black people anything that he was going to do for them. Let's talk about how a president can become the president of the United States without talking directly to one of the biggest demographics in our country and giving them hope. He gave them no hope. He just said, listen, here's some chicken, here's some fried catfish nuggets. Vote for me. And, and there they go, voting for the fried catfish nuggets and the chicken. And they did, listen, you Latinos, they did you the same way. And, and, and our memories must be very, very short. I don't understand, you know, and of course, both of us worked on the, the campaign and with the campaign, uh, Deontay. Uh, but uh, this is the thing that I just don't understand, how short our memories can be. We have forgotten what this nation was like when we were in Obama land for black young people because they were unemployed. They didn't have no jobs. And it wasn't until COVID that this thing began to slide back downhill. And it looks like Joe Biden is rushing us back to Obama land. What was Obama land like? Refresh our memories on it, Deontay Johnson. Well, you know, uh, there was no jobs. Uh, African-American unemployment rate was at an all-time high. Uh, you know, we talk about the business ownership amongst black Americans was ridiculous. I mean, we talk about our economy. Our economy was just, it was ridiculous. That, you know, we, we, we failed so much as a, as a nation under Obama that it was sad. And we talk about our infrastructure. We talk about things like, you know, and Joe Biden wants to continue to take us back there. We've seen with the Keystone Pipeline construction uh, where we have 11,000 employees that's going to be out of a job. And so the, we, we, were in, we were in one of the biggest recessions under Obama. We were in the housing crisis under Obama. We, and what happened was is President Trump came in and literally poured us out of that. He poured us out of that, and he poured us out of there pretty fast. You know, so for a president to do that in four years. Yeah, it was amazing. Amazing. It was, it was absolutely amazing. amazing. It was amazing. But we were so we were down so low that there was no there, there was no hope that he promised. There was no change. There was a change, and the change was we our financial our financial situations changed. That was the change that he provided. Yeah. And the hope that he provided was there was no hope. There was no there was absolutely no hope. And we were so much in a rush. And when President Trump became president, 
businesses came back over to America. Yeah. Yeah. Businesses came back over to America. And mom and pop businesses. Yeah. And mom and pop businesses in every community. I don't care what community it was. They were breathing again. They had coins jangling in their cash registers. Even those who were working on the the exit, the pipeline, the, the ones who were working on the pipeline, even in those little communities where that pipeline ran through, their restaurants were booming. They had coins in their pockets. Now it's it's gone. It's it's gone. Deontay, tell everyone how to get in touch with you, how to engage and help uh, black uh, conservative federation if they're so inclined. Well, they can visit us on Twitter at BCF official underscore. They can follow me personally on Twitter at BCF president. Um, They can visit us again at BCFaction.com. To find out more about us, if they want to donate, we are still fighting. Uh, we knocked 300,000 doors this election cycle for President Trump and for the um, state before the U.S. Senate elections in Georgia. So we're always looking for donations to make sure that we're stumping on the ground. We have people on the, in the field. And you can also kiss in on Facebook at Black Conservative Federation um, to find out more. But listen, we're not done. We're not defeated. We are still fighting. The fight is continuing, and we are going to continue to fight. Why? Because America is worth fighting for. Here, here, my good brother. Here, here. America is worth fighting for. I want to thank you so much for being on with me, Deontay Johnson. Uh, continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. I have one last question for you, Deontay. you got three minutes left, and I want you to take it. Um, legacy. When it's all said and done, and you're sitting on your porch, looking off into the sunset, rocking in the chair, and uh, what would you want people to remember about you and the work that you've done? Talk to us. Well, you know, I want people to remember that I did not give up. Um, I did not give up. I continued to keep on fighting. Even when the odds was against me and the party, I continued to keep on fighting. And I want to fight. The reason that I fight is because I want my future children, my nieces and nephews, to be able to inherit an America that is freer than it was when I inherited it. Glory to God, man. Couldn't have been said better. Thank you so much for being on. I'll talk to you soon. 